0: Right back. Blog Talk Radio. I'm Marina Sparks, so you don't have to be. Desperate Housewitches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show. So, bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might offend you. This would not be the show for you. But you know this is the show for you, and that's why you keep tuning in. Desperate Housewitches is brought to you by one of my favorite humans who's actually tonight's guest, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please go to wickedwitchstudios.com. It is the Merry Merry Month of Morrison, and to celebrate Dorothy's birthday, she has been doing her magical mystery packages. But instead of me going on about it, she's right here, so we're we'll going to let her talk about it. Everybody say hello to one of my most favorite, favorite people in the world, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Hey, Dorothy!
1: Hi, Rhymes. How are you? Hi.
0: I'm, I'm in recovery from, from an extensive two weeks off from the show because I had no voice. I was suffering from the flu and or sinus infection. I think it was both. And it was really weird because when I called the telemedic, the doctor said, I'm going to treat you for allergies. Allergies? Madam, you've never met me. How do you know I have allergies? <laughs> and then she said something that made, made me want to hit her which was, well, as you get older, (laughs) you develop allergies that you never had before. I was like, oh, is that so? Okay, well, I'm (laughs) telling you that I cannot breathe and my bronchial uh, tubes are dying here without oxygen. So she proceeds to tell me that I need Flonase and that I need Zyrtec D. I played along. I said, I don't think this is going to work, but I will try it because you are a medical practitioner and I am not. So I got the medication as she prescribed. It did nothing. I waited for three days. I messaged back and I said, I'm just going to let you know that nothing you have suggested has worked because I don't have these allergies of which you Fortunately, I will be seeing my regular doctor in 3 more days from now. Have a great time. Yeah, it was it was so frustrating how you just magically or unmagically in this case decide that you can look at someone and know exactly what is wrong with them without so much as even reading the medical history. Well, you
1: know, this is why I think they have televisits now so you cannot punch them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or you, you really can't chast, chastise them either because, hmm, yeah. they can hang up on you. You know, if you're right there in the office, it's hard for them to just walk out on you.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. And, I, and while I do understand that there's a lot to be said for being in the office and having tests and so forth, The idea when you cannot, you have not slept in two days because your cough has been racking your chest and you're so exhausted that you don't feel safe not only driving but not even getting dressed for that matter, Um, there's got to be some kind of a better way. There's got to be a more detailed list of questions and symptoms that can be reviewed before any kind of a serious diagnosis can take place. And I should exactly. have known better, but, Dorothy, I was so sick. I could barely get my head up off the pillow, and it was it was all I could do to just stay on the phone while this was going on. So exactly. It's, it's difficult. It's a, it's a hard call. It's a hard call. Have you had any experience with television?
1: You know, I haven't because I absolutely – refuse to do any kind of video, anything. And fortunately, I have not really been that sick since televisits were the norm. Okay, so so that's been fortunate. Um, I'm fortunate because I'm seldom sick. But I know exactly what you're talking about because I have been that sick. I've even been like crawled to the bathroom sick and then gone Oh, I'll just camp out on the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's done it. Oh, you know. It's
0: not a good feeling. Yeah. No, so, no, as it's a, not. As a witch of a certain age, you know, and I am of a certain age, and it's not like I can really say, oh, this young woman doesn't know what she was talking about. The truth is, yes, I am of a certain age. And, yes, do things happen uh, as you grow older, if you have the luxury of growing older. Yes, things do change. But the immediate out-of-hand dismissal of what I was trying to say to her just felt really kind of shitty.
1: Well, it, you know, and it was crappy. Because here's, here's the yeah. deal. After you've lived a certain amount of years, you, and yeah. if you are a magical practitioner you are pretty much in tune with your body. And, yeah. uh, you know, um, now now, I don't want anybody to get me wrong. I still believe that Western medicine is its own kind of magic, and I am not advocating that anyone should try to hmm, heal themselves if they are that sick <clears throat> and not right. go to the doctor or, or not get medical, you know, professional medical advice. I'm not, not that, but... Sure. I, you know, I pretty much know what is going on with me, so that I have a good idea <laughs> before I see a medical professional, and and so um, I know that hmm, I have sinus trouble right now because. Um, our weather has been very interesting and we will have summer one day and spring the next and the oak trees have not stopped blooming. <laughs> wow. And they start and wow. they started blooming around the oak trees in my yard started blooming around mm, the end of January and have continued. And so wow. I so so you know everything is covered with this fine yellow mist, everything, <laughs> constantly. Yep. And so Zizol and I have become very dear friends. Uh, mm. but, but, but I know that it is, I, I, I know what it is. And, and that's fine if there's no need for me to go to the doctor because I know. Okay? Um, I also know that my eye, uh, it, my left eye, has been watering more and I'm sure that has something to do with it but that is also the eye that I had surgically repaired and so chances are it's going to water a little more for a while so you know I kind of don't worry about that but but yes this not being able to breathe stuff that that is really really disconcerting so as so, so, so we were discussing earlier, before we went on the air, about okay. witchcraft and illness. And so yeah. should we delve
0: right into that? I think we should, because I don't think it's a subject. Well, it's certainly not for me a, is a subject that I've heard discussed in any kind of detail whatsoever. I mean, certainly when you get sick, um, it, it can depending on how ill you are, it can put a, a real crimp in a regular practice, depending on what your level of practice is, daily or weekly or biweekly or whatever it is. And, you know, I struggle very much with remembering when, if I'm very, very sick, there are moments I have a lot of trouble remembering that I even am a witch because I'm too busy trying to breathe. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you know, I, I, but I think all of us go through that, whether we're sick or not. Because sometimes yeah. someone has to tell me, <clears throat> Dorothy Morrison, remember who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop whining about this <clears throat> and remember who you are and, and, yeah. and what you know how to do. So one right. of the things that, you know, um, I, I had, I, I've had some formal training. And I don't know if um, all of your listeners are going to know how to do this or not. Um, but if they don't, there are some exercises in my book, The Craft, <laughs> that will help them. Yes. Um, one of the things that, that I learned to, to do had to do with breathing in elements. Hmm. And um, it was, it's, it's element breathing. And when my temperature flares, because this is something you can do lying in the bed without much effort, Um, I tend to, if if I have a high fever, I tend to breathe in water. And this is Mm -hmm. really a visualization. I shut my eyes and I visualize water. Cool water coursing through my veins, entering my pores. Okay, coursing through through my veins, not getting in the way of the blood, not not diluting my my blood, none of that. Okay, but just kind of going into my my pores. It's pore breathing. Okay. Wow. I usually yeah. do like two or three breaths, not not big gulps. Just easy breaths, okay? And, you you know, if you are not able to actually breathe, just visualize your pores opening up and water that's on your skin just soaking in. And that tends to bring down my temperature. Now, (laughs) I had, when I was a young witch and was just learning how to do this, I was in a hotel room. Uh-huh. And I learned this is when I learned not to, huh, breathe in too much with water. I had an experience oh, with the okay. water element. So I'm lying oh, wow. in the bed and, and I can't sleep and I'm thinking, okay, so I'll just work on this poor breathing exercise and I did. And all of a sudden I heard this noise. And all of the um, spigots in the room, in the sink and in the bathtub came on and they're pouring water wow. and that would have been oh okay God. except then not only did that happen the sprinkler system and the room went off Oops. and so now there is water everywhere and now an alarm goes off and all of these people all of us are outside the hotel the fire department has been called because oh my god, the sprinkler systems went off.
0: <laughs>
1: and and I thought oh, surely I didn't do this. Surely I didn't. But anyway, I <laughs> I thought okay. So, so, so now that that was a little overkill, so now I need to be careful, you know, with with this kind of thing. But but, yes, that, that will lower your temperature. Um, and you know, and when your temperature goes down, then mm, you start to feel a little better. I also learned something to do with blood pressure, okay?
0: Oh, please, yes. um, tell me. <laughs> and, now, and now, for
1: people who take blood pressure meds, for God's sake, do not get off your blood pressure meds, okay, because you need them. Regardless of what I'm going to say, yeah. you need them. But yeah. there have been times when I have been in a doctor's office. I had, I had one doctor who was all the time trying to find something, the, the matter with me. And to start with, she would be, um, she wasn't just running late for appointments. She would get there late and have three appointments already waiting for her by the time she got there. And so yep. this one time I waited like, I don't know, two hours in the damn waiting room. And it was just yep. for a checkup. And when she walked in, all she wanted to talk about were her tuxedo cats, Boris and Natasha, which I have to tell you pissed me off. I was not no happy. And, and then she, she puts me on the blood pressure machine, and my blood pressure is high. Well, God, I wonder why. I'm already mad. Uh-huh. And she has spent 20 minutes talking about her cats. So um and and then of course she kept wanting to, to to rerun my blood pressure and rerun my blood pressure and what I learned was slow, easy, gentle breaths. Okay? And by God okay. it brought it down to normal. Um, you okay. know
0: I had the problem with this because I tried to okay, so the, That story is really interesting because almost the exact same thing just happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I went into the doctor's office. She takes my blood pressure the minute you sit down, and, of course, it's high because you're running around to the appointment. You're checking in. You're moving from this chair to that chair, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. So she sits me down in the chair, and the blood pressure goes up to 166 over, I think it was like 90-something, obviously very high. Mm -hmm. Then she waits, and she takes it again 10 minutes later, and it's 141 over something. I can't remember. So we're going through the appointment. We're talking about other things. says, listen, I am going to take your blood pressure one more time. And if it's not under 130, we're going to put you on blood pressure medication. And I'm like, so she goes and she takes the pressure again and shoots back up. I'm like, because you're stressing me out. Why well, see, and say normally, yeah,
1: normally it is, it is the bottom number that they're more, more concerned about. So mm-hmm. that, that kind of surprises me. That she was yeah. way concerned about the 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 top number instead of the the bottom one. So did she put put you on blood pressure medication? She sure did. Are you taking it?
0: I am. I am absolutely. Okay. And and when I when I went last week, um, you know for for some medicine for this horrible sinus thing I was going through, my blood pressure was. <clears throat> at first when I walked in, it was 140 over 90 or something like that. And then at a few minutes later, she took it again. It was 121 over 80. So it was pretty close okay. to perfect. So she was, okay. there, and I'm on a very low dose of Lissartan. Um yeah. She's like, I don't want to put you on anything too heavy. I don't want to put you on too much. Let's just try this. She was very happy with the result. It's once a day. It's a tiny little pill. Okay, no big deal. Fine. Yeah. But it's like, don't set me up for failure. And I feel like sometimes doctors do that on purpose, where they will, they will tell you that they are going to do something, and then you get nervous about that. And then, of course, you exhibit all of the symptoms that would necessitate them taking that course of action. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just... Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, yeah, it's... Well, you know, the the interesting thing is <laughs> I, uh, I, I actually have... I found a doctor here that I really like, okay? But I'm not sick, and I'm way... Unfortunately, I am way behind on my wellness um, checkups and, and so on and so forth, and so I probably need need to to get in. But some doctors are, um, you know, they've had drilled into their heads different things. I one time had a doctor that I'm telling you, if I had the headache from hell, it was because I was overweight. Seriously. And it's like, I'm sorry, extra fat around my middle does not give me a headache. You are giving me a headache. <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, you know, um, I I also uh, I'm, I broke my my foot. I was staying with Raven and Stephanie Gramasi, and they had yeah. uh, and I was staying on, on their third floor, and and I wow. used to take the servant stairs down to um, down to the kitchen, and. So and I had left my iPad down there, and and they had gone. They were like um, giving a lecture, some you know, someplace that, that night. So I went down the servants' stairs, which were not well lit. I missed the bottom stair. I I slid on a throw rug at the at the on the floor at the base of the stairs, and broke my foot. So okay. When I finally got back home. Uh, of course, you know, I went to urgent care and they they splinted it and wrapped it up and blah, 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 blah. So so when I got back home, I go to see the orthopedic guy and he tells me that if I don't quit smoking, my foot isn't going to heal. And oh, I went, what? On. And he said, yeah, oh, no, right. you know, it's, it's not going to heal if you don't quit smoking. And I said, and what do my lungs have to do with my foot? And he said, "Well, I'm just telling you." And I said, "Okay, I'm telling you that I will probably heal quicker than the the rest of your patients." And I actually did. Okay, so of sometimes, you did. I, huh?
0: Of course, I did. I would yes. Of course well, you yes. did. I, because you have remarkable healing properties, and people don't know who they're fucking with. Damn it. I mean, seriously, if anybody is going to know their body, and I know you are very physically aware of, you know, your internal workings, and, and we could probably all stand to be a little bit more in touch with what's happening in our physical bodies instead of some of the more mindless things that occupy our time these days, to be honest.
1: Well, you know it. You know he, he actually was amazed. He, you know, he he, he really was because I because you know mm-hmm. I did heal quickly, and you know he wanted me to to do the the physical therapy thing, and you know and my husband was working out of state, and it was my right foot, so I couldn't drive okay. myself, and right. the, and we had we had stairs and all kinds of stuff, and so finally. Um, I, I did my own physical therapy. He couldn't find anybody to come to the house. That wasn't an option. Yeah. And so I wound up going up and down stairs. So when I got back, oh. you know, he said, did you do physical therapy? And I said, no, uh, not, not uh, out of my home. I did my own. And he went, yeah, right, let's see you walk. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. And so yep.
1: I went, fine. And, you know, and so he's going to walk with me down the hall. Well, hell, before he got halfway out of his office, I was down to the end of the hall and coming back. And he yeah. went, okay. <laughs> most, he said, most people who say they've done their own physical therapy don't actually do it. And I said, look, mm-hmm. I don't have time to be down. So, sure. so if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to, because I have to be mobile. I have to be ambulatory. I don't have time to screw around, yeah. and so it was fun. But you know this thing about about being being sick and how it and if it affects your magic or if it if it doesn't. I think it depends yeah. on whether or not you have a magical practice or whether or not you live a magical life. Interesting, because there's Interesting. There, there's a difference. Okay? Um, You know, if you incorporate your practice into your everyday life, then it becomes second nature to the point that you're not even thinking about it anymore.
0: You're just doing
1: it. You know, it just so happens that I am writing a foreword for a book for a very dear friend right now because I really don't write anymore. But I felt like I had to do this. I owed her and but one of the things about this particular book is that it talks about the um, about things being second nature and how everything in your home everything is magical for example you know I I really don't like to iron and I have mostly stuff in my closet that does not need that and if if it needs it okay then I send it out to be done. I just take it to the dry cleaners. We're done with that, right? But I also piece quilts, and that means that I have to use my iron because I have to press things, so things like that. Okay, but so here's the thing. So this is part of living a magical life. When you press cloth, you iron out problems. Think about that for a minute.
0: Well, that makes sense. That makes you know? Sense.
1: Yeah. Um, if you if you are able to hang clothes on the line, but even if you use the the dryer, this is this yeah. gives new new uh, license to um, or a or, or new definition to airing dirty laundry. Think about that.
0: Uh, I always learn something when I talk to you. Yes, 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 yes. That makes a when, lot of sense.
1: When, when dirty water goes down the drain, whether you've washed dishes by hand or, or just or, or taken a bath or, or whatever, okay, but you watch it go down the drain, even flushing the toilet, okay, you can be throwing your worries down the drain. Get rid of them. Oh.
0: Wow. So and your illnesses too, right? Wouldn't wouldn't you say yes. that you could also yes. be getting rid of whatever it is that is causing you illness? Especially if what a special thing.
1: Yeah, especially if if you're using the the, the toilet, or even blowing mm-hmm. your nose. Yep. Yep. Because you're getting that I, that junk out. Yep. You're, you're releasing totally, yourself of it.
0: Yeah, you know, and that occurred to me towards the end of this particular illness that I was releasing all of these things. And it, but it took me, enough, I mean, I was really, really sick. The first week was almost impossible. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't talk. I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, I was really, really down. But it's as though when the illness started to break, I was almost coming back into my body, into my own mind, because it hit me so hard that it was like I was knocked for a loop Because I'm, and taken by surprise by how sick I actually became. So I guess the mindfulness of who you are and what your capabilities are and what you know to be fact of getting rid of whatever it is and making things uh, clean again or clear again is so important to remember, not just when you're sick, but all the time. You know, yes, it is. And the other thing,
1: you know, the other thing is this: if you, if you practice, okay, let let's say let's let's talk about practice instead of living a magical life, okay? Because mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with practice as opposed to that okay, because I don't know that everybody actually has the luxury of living a magical life Be- right. because they've got all these other things on their mind, okay? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: But, but, okay, if you practice, let's say you practice twi- twice a week, you, you, you work magic twice a week, and you're mm-hmm. sick, and you can't do it, what you need to remember is that sleep in and of itself is a magical process. Because your body heals when, when you're sleeping. So for goodness sake, don't don't freak out because ooh, you you know, you you always do this particular magical thing on Tuesday and you do this particular magical thing on Thursday and you can't do it. Or you don't feel well enough to put your all into it. Give yourself time to rest. Yeah. Because your body is gonna heal yeah. when you do that. You know, a lot of people during the dark of the moon use that time to, you know you know, rest and regenerate. Yeah. So 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 don't freak out. That doesn't mean that that you're <laughs> no longer magical or you're gonna <clears throat> lose your magic or you're going to be punished because you didn't do this, that, or the other that you normally do, you'll get back to it. In the meantime, you need to remember that your body is a magical machine, that your brain is the most magical tool you have. And once in a while, it needs you to stop and let it rest. (laughs)
0: oh true (laughs) it's true and sometimes I think your body will give you um, the rest whether you want it or not and sometimes that has to take the form of an illness especially if you don't pay attention to your body enough and you run yourself ragged which um, I don't know Dorothy I think I may have accused you of that once or twice and I think you may have accused me of that once or twice huh
1: oh at least just once or twice maybe (laughs) <laughs> you know, the the thing is, the the way my body makes me stomp is it usually breaks a bone. That's, I know. that's usually what oh what what happens with me, and I and I rage at the sky, and I think and I say, you know, couldn't you have found a better way to do this? But no, yep. <laughs> because because that that stops me in my tracks now. Uh, you know, even with with a broken foot or a broken ankle or or whatever, I have managed to still work. I have, you know, I got a chair, a cheap chair from Ikea uh, that one of my neighbors brought me that had casters on it, and I could roll myself from one room to another and hop on one foot to grab what I needed and sit my ass back down and still fill orders, okay? But... I also gave myself license to go back to bed if I needed to.
0: Right, and right.
1: Uh, you know, so you know, part of of that, you know, is knowing when to stop and getting enough rest, because yeah. you know, a tired witch is not a powerful
0: witch. This is true, but you know, as a uh, as a witch of a certain age, which I am. Um, I was always encouraged that I had to work harder, work longer, be stronger, do this and do that to compete with men, especially in the business world. And uh-huh. I think, you know, having grown up when I grew up, that was kind of ingrained into me and continuously you know, told to me through various forms, not just my own family, but by the world around me. So I think sometimes we push ourselves harder than we're supposed to because we've always been told that we have to. So it's a good lesson to remember that, no, we don't have to buy into the nonsense we may have been raised with.
1: Yeah, you know, and and I get that too. You know, I'm a witch of a certain age too, and now this witch Mm -hmm. is closer to seventy than than sixty (laughs) five. And you know, I I think I
0: uh I'm catching up.
1: I you know I the the way I handled that you know my mother was a really smart lady. And I remember her insisting when I was in high school that I take every single course in high school, every elective uh, that would put me on the way to being a great secretary. And I thought it was crap, wow. but I did it, okay? Yep. Because her theory yep. was this. Um, you know what? Men may, may think they rule the world, but they can't do it without a great secretary. And you will be indispensable, okay? And so, you know, I worked myself up into management positions, so on and so forth. And the way I handled the guys in the office was, um, might even be frowned on now a little bit, but it worked well for me. I became one of the guys. That's me. That's me at work,
0: one of the guys. And...
1: and, you know, and I was, I was never offended if they asked me to bring them a cup of coffee. Okay? Never. Right. That, that didn't bother me at all. Okay? It didn't make me feel less than because occasionally they would share their, their, their lunch with me. Mm-hmm. And so because I was one of the guys, I never felt uncomfortable. Um, you know, they, they, they would dish out some kind of crap and I would dish it right back. And we'd all laugh, and we'd be done. Mm. And, right. and so, so all that worked well for me. So I, I kind of felt like, even when I was in management positions, I kind of felt like I didn't have to work longer and harder, okay? I mm-hmm. just knew how to play the game. So, so maybe, right. m- maybe, okay, maybe it was easier for me to to kind of go
0: hmm
1: i'm only i'm you know i'm only one person i can only do this much now i since i now work for myself now i push myself harder right. and right. and and the reason for that is because people are buying products from me and i have their money in my hand and i feel like i need to get them their products as quickly as possible so I I, I work that. hard at, at customer service. Um, yeah. And you know, so there are times when I will work twelve fourteen hours a day because yep. I am my own slave driver. As crazy as that sounds. That's true. It's so true. you know, but but yeah, you know, well when 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 you're sick, yeah, the the body is telling you slow this down. And 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 just let let me rest.
0: And yeah. I, I think
1: sometimes no, if true. we if if we would slow down, the body wouldn't have to tell us that.
0: That's true. That's true. I could even tell you I know when I got sick. I know where I picked it up from. I remember everything about that moment because I was running from one room to another and I walked into a room where someone had been sick merely seconds before I entered the room. He walked out, I walked in, and I knew something was different. And as a matter of fact, another coworker said, oh, blah, 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 just left. They're really sick. And I'm like, oh, no. That's what I felt when I walked in the room. And it's almost like it was standing there waiting for somebody to come and pick it up, and that's somebody with me, and uh-uh. I picked it up. And you it know, was just an odd moment because I recognized it.
1: When, when, I, when I was on the road a lot, when I was touring and doing festivals and stuff, I always uh-huh. had what I called my emergency kit, always. Mm. And it was DayQuil and NyQuil the little capsules, and yep. a flask of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and exactly. you know, my mother Six used to, to...
0: I'm sorry, dear. That's okay. Uh, I was just saying that whiskey is a great disinfectant inside and out.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, it is. It is. Um, I, um, my mother used to, to say that when I got tired, that was when I got sick. And I could oh. almost feel it coming on. And so then I would take, take either the day full cool or the night full, cool, depending on whatever time of the day it was, okay, I would start that little regiment, and I would have a shot of whiskey every day. And that and that would get me through, and I never got sick. And how how funny is is that? But that that's what kept me on on the road, because there were times when I'd be gone three weeks at a time. And wow. you know, and it it was you know a lot of times it was twelve hour days, or running from this airport to to that airport, to that rental car, to you know hurry hurry get you know get here get get there. And but but that's how I kept from, from from being sick. But it was because I knew how my body worked. And mm-hmm. um, and so I would you know. And the other thing is now after all those years twenty twenty odd years on on the road and in and out of uh, airports which are germy uh, shaking mm-hmm. hands with people hugging people people are germy. Uh, <laughs> You know all all this kind of stuff. Um, You know now I have a pretty stout immune system. Yep. Which you know which is lucky. But but you know but I always always had an emergency kit. So you you know uh, that that helped me in a lot of ways. Now of course hmm, I don't have an emergency kit. I don't tour anymore. So now I have a medicine
0: cabinet. So there you have it. and there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, planning ahead and, and being prepared, um, recognizing it and doing something about it when, it when you first realize that, oh, I may be in a situation where I'm getting sick and not waiting to see if it goes any further. I think that was part of my problem was I waited to see if Oh, is it really going to be bad? Maybe it'll just be a brief cold. But no, I didn't do anything to take care of the situation or try to nip it in the bud, as as your friend Mark likes to do. He takes, of course, the minute anyone's ill in our house, he doubles up on all of his vitamins and proceeds to not catch whatever it is that either of us have brought into the house. Um, so that is that is his regimen and how he keeps himself from getting ill. I should have paid better attention, obviously, and, and next time I will I will think better of waiting to see how bad it gets. That was kind of stupid on my part. But,
1: well, you know, you're, you're probably like I am, and you don't like to take a bunch of pills. I just don't like to.
0: Me neither. Yeah, I don't. I hate it, actually. I really don't. It, it's kind of like when she told me she was putting me on um, blood pressure medication. I'm like, I've made it this far without having to take, uh, you know, all of these different things. And I'm like, really? Now? Now? Oh, and she's like, yeah, sorry, it's happening. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hopeful that at some point, I, you know, she may decide that, you know, uh, that I've either lost enough weight or my diet has changed enough, that she feels comfortable taking me off again. I think once, you know, you don't necessarily have to be on a certain medication for the rest of your life if if it is possible that condition, conditions can change. So, well, you sure. know, I I would like to see if maybe I can make that happen, of course, under her guidance because I don't want my heart to explode. And both of my parents um, have had strokes in the past. Mm. So it is something that I, I do not be concerned about, not fearful, but concerned, Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, looking at cholesterol and all these different things. I'm sorry, guys, I didn't mean to make this a medical show, but I thought it was interesting because I very rarely hear other witches talk about being ill and how, you know, what they do to try to encourage their bodies to get better, so I, you know, Dorothy, I really appreciate that you were willing to talk with me about this because I think we do forget, be mindful of our bodies and, you know, think about what the body needs. very intentional. And um, in, like you were saying earlier about poor breathing, I, I mean, I'm really taking that to heart. But you, and as you explained, you've got to be really careful and specific. But I think that's a wonderful uh, visualization tool um, to expel some of the things that you want out and to bring in some of the things that will heal. And I think it's very important. And I think we don't remember these
1: things. Well, yeah, and, and with the poor breathing thing too. What what I what, what I suggest is that when you're doing that visualization, um, you need you need for for those elements to have an escape route too. And I usually yeah. v- visualize just a a small little hole in the small of my back. Oh, so okay. it comes in and it goes out. Because the last thing you want to do is swell up.
0: Right, right, right. You Even know. To be able to release the things that are that are clearing out your person. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I and I have a tendency to swell up, so I'm glad you said that. <laughs> well, so do I. You know, (laughs) edema is real. Absolutely. Yeah. Edema is a real thing. But you know, I wanted to talk in the few minutes we have left, um, because it is, of course, your birthday month, the merry merry month of Morrison. Um, Your birthday was last week. Again, happiest of birthdays, my dear friend. Um, Thank you. Tell folks. Tell folks who don't know about the magical mystery packages. I was going to do it, but I figured I'd, you're here, so I'll let you your wonderful explanation of it.
1: Okay. Um, well, mystery is exactly what they are. Um, there are mm-hmm. several different types <clears throat> of packages uh, that, that you can get. Um, one is just a mystery package, just a mystery box. And they come in small and they come in large. Um, and that means that I get to choose whatever I want to put in your box, and send it to you. Then you can also get a mystery box um, with a card consultation. Now, this is not a tarot card reading for you, per, per se, okay? What this is, is that I pull three card. I shuffle the cards while I Concentrate on you, and I pull three cards, and that tells me what goes in what should go into your box, which is really a fun thing because and I love it because I hear from customers, oh my God, you nailed that <laughs> that's exactly what mm-hmm. I needed and and so but you know it gives me some idea, so it 's not just my whim, I have assistance, and you are guaranteed. If let's say that um, a mystery box with a card consult runs sixty bucks, uh, mm-hmm. a large one, okay? Yep. What you were doing is you were you are giving me five bucks for pulling those cards, okay? Yep. So what I guarantee, mm-hmm. so that that's five dollars right there, okay? What I guarantee is that the products that are in your box Will retail for more than fifty five dollars, which is still a good yep. deal, <laughs> so sure you're actually I've getting products. These <laughs> well you're getting these these, <laughs> these products at a discount, which is, is fun, and it's especially um, good now since inflation is is driving everybody nuts and um so anyway, and, and there isn't an, an added, I think, and I think I've got maybe four or five of these left. Um, I have a very dear friend named Carolyn Haynes, and she is a um, USA best-selling author, and she writes um, Murder Mysteries. And she, uh, she has a particular series that I love, which is called the Sarah Booth Delaney series. But one of the books in that series was called charmed bones every every one of the titles in that series has bone in some form or fashion in the title but this was charmed bones and some of the main characters in this particular uh novel are witches and so i wound up with a few of those paperbacks and so some of the mystery packages actually are getting one of those tossed in
0: very nice very nice yeah
1: and 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 i've gotten uh good feedback from that too it's like oh my god i'm going to the beach next week thank you this looks like a great book i needed something to read at the beach so so anyway so that's that that is another perk this year that won't be there next year so
0: right. that's that is no, about that's it. That's wonderful. That's great. As a matter of fact, I just placed my order um, because this was actually my first opportunity to place my my wonderfully wicked uh, mystery package with card consultation in the large size. Just saying, because yeah. Um, I, I. While I may not need books to read, I trust you absolutely. I want the card. I want to know, um, um, whatever that card is that tells you what I'm supposed to have in the box. I am quite excellent with and excited to find out. Um, I've been a You are not going to know what cards here. I hold. I know. I know. I'm just okay. looking. I'm just excited to find out what's in the box because spirit will tell you through those means um, of what I need, and I'm excited to. All I'm saying is I'm excited to see what it what what comes in. Um, I'm finally uh, cognizant enough because I got sick just as the sale started, and I oh my goodness I couldn't lift my head for a while. And I'm like, I, you know, I really need to treat myself to, to something from, from my Dorothy. I need something. Um, so, yes, while we were talking am, about it, I did a bad thing and, and made a purchase. Anybody who's been listening to the show for any longer than five or six years knows that Raina likes to shop, and I like to shop while I'm talking to the Parsons. It's fun. It's very fun. Yes, and, and, and I <laughs> see it. It just
1: came through. And I am very yeah, yeah, excited to, to run those cards and fill this.
0: I'm very in, excited, in, in the
1: meantime, I want you to double up on your vitamin C. Oh, Lord. There we go. And <laughs>
0: if, even if it's just through orange juice. Good, because I actually have an entire fresh bottle of orange unopened, yeah, because you know things without having to be here to see it it's amazing when you have <laughs> when you when you're a witch and a practicing witch and you have witch friends in your life, um, you know we all like to think we have a certain level set of abilities, but I will tell you um. When your friends come and say, oh, you blah, 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 and it's like, oh, thank you for reminding me of the thing I should have thought of myself because I'm actually physically in my home, and your, your magical abilities are telling you that I need to go do the thing that I'm not doing. So it's, it's fun. It's <laughs> fun. Being who we well, are has wonderful perks. I'm just saying.
1: Yes, and, here, and here's another thing, pretty girl, Okay. Vitamin Uh C is
0: good Uh for your skin. Yes, ma'am. How did you know that? See, now, okay, enough, (laughs) because now you're scaring me. Because I've been complaining, not publicly and not to you, that I am having problems with my skin because it's drying out like the Sahara. And I'm concerned about blotchiness and breakouts. Even at my age, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, well, is this puberty again? Why am I breaking out? But yes, vitamin C is very good for the skin, uh, especially, believe it or not, for my skin. So yes, ma'am, I will do the thing. Okay.
1: Vitamins and the vitamin
0: C. Tell me, is there anything else that you see that I've not done that I should be doing? Wait, don't do it because we don't have that much time on the air. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I know you have more. But, yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> you know, I have to say, I've spoken to somebody um, that received, and, and people on occasion will say, hey, you know, I was listening to the show And I I decided to get one of Dorothy's mystery packages because this is kind of our, you know, Dorothy, I have to have her on twice a year whether she wants to or not, and she kindly indulges me. But sometimes people will say, oh, blah, 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 I I got the mystery package. And you know what? This is amazing. And it is valued at more than I paid. And it is stuff that I really did need. Um, as a matter of fact, I recently got a, a phone call from a friend, a mutual friend who said, she nailed it again. She just nailed it again. I, I, it's Aww. amazing to me. And I'm like, you know, you need to tell her that. Let, let her sit in the, in the glow of, yes, you do know what you're doing and you're marvelous at it. And you make wonderful products. And it's hard to find magical tools sometimes that do what they claim to do. And I have been the beneficiary of having, you know, the luxury to get these things. And I really encourage you, uh, folks who are listening, uh, definitely a mystery package, a small mystery package is lovely, a large mystery package is lovely. Uh, The book Utterly Wicked is one of the best books, magical, period. Trust me, get it. Because while you may not think you need it now, you will need it. At some point, we all need everything in Utterly Wicked. As a matter of fact, another friend and I were having this conversation about Utterly Wicked as one of the finest hexing books ever written, period, hands down, bar none. There you go. Aw.
1: Can't can't recommend it
0: enough. You're you're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't cry. No, I mean seriously. This is why we're here. We're here to. I mean, it, do we have to earn a living? Absolutely. But we have a. We come at business from a different heart. In in our community, we are here to help. We are not trying to hurt other people. We are trying to help other people. That yes. is the goal. And you know. Yes. You are dealing with someone good and helpful and sincere because we all have that level of discernment. You just have to pay attention to it. And when we lift each other up and do things in that spirit, it benefits everyone. It benefits the person who wrote it. It benefits the person who takes the information and uses it. And that's what community is really about. It's about sharing information and doing better. You know, not just for ourselves, yeah. but for everyone else. And I think, you know, I think it's a message that gets lost a lot, especially lately. Over the last few years, the nature of interaction between people has become really negative, And people are very sour on interacting with each other. And I'm hoping that we can get back now that the pandemic has slowed down um, to at least where we believe we're managing it that people will start interacting again face-to-face. It is such a lost art, and I really hope people start doing it again. You know, I only go to Mystic South. Mystic South, which is my home festival, conference, however you would like to it. It's a wonderful it. festival.
1: And it is.
0: It is a wonderful festival. It is, it is July 14th through 16th uh, in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, at the Crown Plaza, at Ravinia. It's, it's, a wonderful, it's a wonderful conference. I'm hoping I see all of my, my listeners and my friends there. Um, but it's, it's my chance to actually see folks and, and hug folks. And, and I, I miss a lot of people during the year because a lot of us are just so wrapped up in our individual lives. But community is still important, and we still need to focus on it. And if you can support pagan businesses, I have this thing that really truly annoys me that I've seen online, Dorothy, and I know you're going to understand what I'm saying. I see this thing where people are like, we should not be accepting money for blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, for
1: God's sake.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I still see it. I still see it. And you should know better, um, folks of a certain age. I'm just going to say. And, you know, some folks who may not know better, who are first coming up and learning, and I understand that. Uh, We were all young and idealistic at one time. And and idealism is lovely, but it does not pay the bills, my love. And in order to be able to produce information, you have to be able to support yourself.
1: You you do. And where this comes from is... For people who have had formal training, most of them Mm -hmm. took a vow not to accept money for formal training, okay? But Mm -hmm. now that has been bastardized.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: they think you're not supposed to take money for anything, or they just grab that up because they don't want to pay you for your time, (laughs) or your services, Mm -hmm. or your products, (laughs) or your books. Yeah.
0: Yeah. really crazy but magical work is just as important as any other work let me repeat that mm-hmm. for the listening folks magical work is work it is something we do in love but it is work and please respect it as such if we are going to continue to have pagan businesses and and pagan business people we must support them so that they can continue to educate us and help us on our way. So I just wanted to say that and get that out there because I think people poo-poo that and they should not. It is work. It is dedication. It is training that someone has put in. They have put that time in and now we will benefit from that because of the dedication they took to extend their practice and be able to write these books and be able to create these products that we have the luxury of using. Thank you for thank listening you. to my TED Talk. <laughs> well, thank, but,
1: but, but thank you for, for saying that, okay, because that, that does need, need to, to be re- repeated over and over mm-hmm. and over
0: again. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Because, you know, I don't know where this thought that uh, authors make a lot of money. They do not. Um, this idea that, well, you already know this, so I don't have to learn it, completely untrue. And you wouldn't say that to a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer or anyone no. else um, in, in, in the service field. Um, if everyone else deserves to be paid for their time, energy, and education, those do pagans and pagan businesses and people in the craft and people who are magically experienced sharing that information. So I just well, I, and I here's keep saying respect for that is so important.
1: Here's here's one more thing. We are the people that folks go to when they're not getting results from their doctor or lawyer, sure. and maybe they need to think yes, about sure. that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Dorothy, every time I get to spend time with you, it is always such a privilege, even though we're friends. I am grateful to you for your knowledge. I appreciate everything you have done for me and for others in the community. You are absolutely one of the finest, most gracious people I have the privilege to know, and I wanted to Oh, thank you. and. And
1: I am and I am very grateful for you. Not just to you, but for you. And I want you I to know that.
0: that. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. Now I'm gonna cry. Okay, enough of this. I love you so much. <laughs> I will talk to you next month. Dorothy will be back on with Storm Sestavani and we are going to have a wonderful, crazy time. I promise. It is going to be wild. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. That's in June. So Dorothy's coming back soon. Yay. Yay. Thank
1: thank you so much for having me. And you you take care of yourself and take that vitamin C. Drink that orange juice. I'm doing it.
0: Yes, ma'am. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. I love you. Thanks again.
1: I love you too, honey. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Okay, guys, um, that is it for this week. I will be back next week. My brain just went caprilly, so I don't remember what's next week, but that's okay because I'm better and everything's going to be fine. Please make plans to come to the beautiful, beautiful city of Atlanta, Georgia, for Mystic South in July. It is, let me get you, the website is mystic southcom um, come and see us. It's going to be a fantastic time. I am doing two shows this year. One is going to be a private pre-show uh, with some of the folks who are only presenting on Friday and, of course, the standard Friday night show to really kick it off. I hope you guys can come. Really looking forward to it. I love you all. Thank you to everybody who sent me all the love and energy while I was sick. I am 100 Well. I'm 99.9% better. You can probably feel, hear that my voice is a little craggy, but I'm doing great. I love you all. I will talk to you soon. Have a great, great, great